Today, we're going to have an interview with four and a half people who are absolutely inspiring with the way they have overcome obstacles in their life to crush it on Amazon. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you afraid of running out of inventory before your next shipment comes in? Or maybe you're on the other side and you worry about having too much inventory, which could cap you out at the Amazon warehouses or even cost you storage fees. Stay on top of your inventory by using our robust inventory management tool. You can take advantage of our advanced forecasting algorithms, manage your 3PL inventory, create POs for your suppliers, create replenishment shipments, and more, all from inside Inventory Management by Helium 10. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash inventory management. And don't forget, you can sign up for a free Helium 10 account from there, or you can get 10% off for life by using our special podcast code SSP10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon and e-commerce world. Now, today on this episode, we have part two of a recap of a series uh, of a webinar that we did that we called Real People, Real Profits. Uh, I like to call them the average Joes and average Sallies. Um, that we're interviewing. And why? It's because these are people who could be our next door neighbors. They could be you. They could be me. Uh, these people I have interviewed, you know, they don't have courses to sell you. They don't have software to, to sell you. Um, they are just, you know, real people who are making real money on Amazon and e-commerce. And they come from different educational backgrounds, different cultural uh, backgrounds, different age groups, uh, et cetera. So I want to um, inspire you hopefully with this, you know, maybe you're selling already selling on Amazon or maybe you're, you're not yet. Um, you're feeling down uh, on the possibilities. You're not sure if you're ready to take that leap. Well, perhaps one of these stories are going to resonate with you. Now, these first couple ones that I am going to interview, uh, they've been on the podcast before, uh, their fan favorites, uh, out there come from completely opposite ends of the spectrum. One was, a uh, kind of like had her dream job making, uh, hefty six-figure salary there at one of the top law firms in London. Gave it all up to move to Costa Rica and then start selling on Amazon. Why did she do that? We're going to find out. The other one was making minimum, minimum, minimum dollars before uh, from where she was from in Nigeria. Uh, came to the United States, was starting a family, didn't know what to do, got into Amazon, and now they're both making millions uh, of dollars on the platform. Let's hear their stories now. Now, uh, our first guest here, Anne, uh, has a little bit different journey than what you would typically think of somebody getting into e-commerce. You know, maybe the stereotypical mindset is, hey, there's somebody who is, you know, needs a, a huge career change because they're getting out of the military or, um, you know, maybe they're, they're kind of short on money. They want to make some extra money. But Anne kind of like, quote unquote, made it in the corporate world. She had a, a, a big, you know, well-paying job, uh, reached the pinnacle of her profession, if I'm not mistaken. So, so Anne, can you take us back again and, and give us your origin story and, and let us know, you know, why you wanted to kind of leave something behind that maybe other people are trying to achieve? Hi, Bradley. Uh, yes, I was a corporate lawyer 
Working in London, I worked for the largest law firm in the world, actually California law firm, started over where you guys are. And I worked in oil and gas project finance. Um, and I kind of spent my whole life on that achievement track, you know, go to the best school, get the best grades, get the best job. And then I did that and I was like, oh, this is awful. And I was just working literally 22 hours a day, not sleeping, was getting, you know, tight in the chest from stress. And I saw my friends uh, having families and just having so much stress. And I said, this is really not what I want for my life. And I just made a decision that life was more important to me than, than achievement, than money. And so I quit it all and moved down to Costa Rica and um, long story short, started my Amazon business here a few years after that. And now I get to live a beautiful life, make more than I did at the law firm and be home every day with my gorgeous little kiddos. Yeah, that that's just great. Um, and, you know, like I, I used to live in Japan um, and they used to have this world uh, or this word called salary man where you were just like married to the company. You would get there at 7 a.m., leave at 7 p.m. and you strived mm -hmm. for that kind of lifestyle. But uh, you know, me too. I've been in corporate life. I know how stressful it can be. There's a lot of people who who don't want that salary man kind of lifestyle. It's too stressful. They realize that, you know, they have no family life and things like that. Um, you know, anybody out there, you know, watching this, uh, do you have some kind of stressful job right now that maybe could be considered the pinnacle of success, but you're just not happy? You know, maybe you're in the same shoes that Anne was, um, you know, a few years ago. Now, now, Anne, you know, when you made that decision, to leave, uh, you know, your, your firm and move to Costa Rica, you know, you weren't some like, you know, college kid rebel rebelling or dropping out of college or something. You were an adult, of course, at, at, by that time, but still I've got to think that it was still, uh, there was maybe some drama or something, you know, letting your family know, yeah, I'm giving up this quote unquote dream job and I'm going to just <laughs> give it all up and move to Costa Rica. Was, was there any issue, you know, letting the family know about that? Yeah, totally. Everyone thought I was bananas. Um, everyone still kind of thinks I'm bananas. I'm like the hippy dippy chick of the Amazon world, you know, posting Instagram videos of me doing crazy dances and stuff. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, especially lawyers, right? Um, we're very risk averse and, you know, love stability and certainty and the salary. And my friends were all like, you know, I mean, they just assumed that I was going to be back. Um, and the people that didn't assume that I was going to be back, it was like, but what if this, what if that? And I said, you know, I'm not jumping off a cliff. I'm just, you know, I'm going to go see how this is. And when people ask me how I did it, I always say the most difficult part of the whole process is making the decision. Like once the decision is made, you figure it out. It's something that Tony Robbins also says is don't get stuck in the tyranny of how. If you're thinking how to do something first, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Have your why, you know, your your purpose, the why and the what, and and let how. Then then you figure out the how. So that was kind of what just happened. I was flying by the seat of my pants, and you know, just really with the constant belief that there had to be more to life. Um, and for me, there definitely was. Yes. Yep. 
Now, let's go ahead and switch gears for a second here. We're going to invite uh, another guest on here, Elizabeth. And uh, she also has been on the podcast. And, and, you know, I love doing these interviews in pairs because uh, I usually have people who have never even met each other virtually nor in person. And they come from completely different, uh, you know, educational backgrounds and and work backgrounds and even cultural backgrounds. So, uh, Elizabeth, uh, can you let us know where were you born and raised and, and what was your journey? journey to e-commerce like? Um, so I was born in Nigeria. It's, um, it's a country in West Africa. And um, I moved into um, to the U.S. six years ago. Um, and then when I moved to the U.S., um, I stayed in Chicago for a year and it was too cold for me. <laughs> I told my husband, I'm like, if you want a happy wife, then we got to leave this city because it was just too cold for me. So when I moved over to um, Vegas, the job opportunity I was getting wasn't something that I really wanted to go into. And um, the money they were offering me to was like a fraction of what I'm already earning in Chicago. And two months down um, looking for a job, I realized that I was pregnant. So I was like, you know what? Um, does it even make sense for me to look for a job? And then in the next three, four months, I'm taking maternity leave. And one day my husband is a nurse. Um, he came back and he was like, you know what? Why don't you go watch so-so-and-so video on YouTube about how to sell on Amazon? I was like, okay, yeah, why not? I don't have anything doing. And then it basically took me like a month um, watching Amazon, free Amazon videos, um, I joined the um, Ilium 10 um, um, Facebook group. That's where I met Sharon. I saw she was a Nigerian, and I, um, I saw, like, I think three other Nigerian um, 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 individuals on that platform. So we formed, like, this little Facebook group, and we started teaching each other the little that we, you know, we learned. So my first product was actually a $500 phone case. I know the worst product to sell ever. But I was just so lucky that everything just fell in place for me because at the point where I ordered those phone cases was when the phone cases just got launched. So there wasn't too much competition per se um, in that niche. So I was able to still sell and make a little bit of money. But in the, um, later on, I realized, oh, this is not the niche for me. Um, so I moved into two, three different niches before I found, you know, my passion. <laughs> And um, after that point, it's been like smooth sailing. Yeah, not yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it smooth sailing all the way, but at least I've seen a lot of success that you know kept validating that okay, you know, me going down this path um, is something that I I actually think I was born to do. Kind of, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, now switching back to Anne, you know, I know you're a, a mother of two. It's very important to you. Um, and, and you're very good at always, you know, recognizing your, your blessing. So just out of curiosity, what are your main like hashtag blessed moments uh, that you can say has come from that decision you made a while back to, to go ahead and, you know, move to Costa Rica and then become an online entrepreneur? Like, you know, is it the work-life balance? Is it about your family life? What are the biggest blessings that you've received from this career path that you've chosen? Well, I mean, really, I would say the biggest blessing is my family life. I mean, my kids think I'm a stay-at-home mom um, because I do the work when, when they're not around. So I make them breakfast every morning. I take them to school. I pick them up. You know, I make them dinner every night. And I'm so, so grateful for that because I know it's a privilege, you know, and, and I miss being with my mom. She was a working mom um, growing up. 
So really just being able to be with them and then having the freedom to travel both by myself and with my kids, you know, it's awesome. You just bring your laptop and, and you can do anything. And, you know, in contrast to being in the corporate world, like I would go to lawyers conferences. I mean, usually within my own firm. Um, and man, they're really boring. And also everyone is miserable. <laughs> I mean, it's mostly a bunch of old white dudes, but, but everyone who's there is kind of miserable. And, and the talk is around like, you know, who's billed the most hours, like who's has the worst clients, like basically a competition of whose life sucks the most. And it's so different in e-commerce. You know, I, w- I was just at an event and, you know, Bradley and I met at an event. We were just talking about this. When Bradley and I met, it was in an after party of an Amazon event. And Bradley was like busting some dance moves. And I was like, hang on, who's this guy? We need to be friends. And, you know, when you're successful, in e-commerce, I think you're really successful in life, you know, and everybody, it's such a different environment. Everybody wants to help each other. Everybody wants to give tips because, you know, you don't want to be lonely at the top. You want all your friends to be doing as well as you are so you can all do fun, epic things. And, you know, like I was just saying to Bradley, my 40th birthday is next month and we're going to Mexico. And I just decided randomly like two months ago we, we should do something. I messaged a few of my friends saying, hey, what do you guys think about going to Mexico for a week in January? Literally, the whole thing was planned in two days. Every single one of the 13 people that I asked said yes. And these are, everybody has kids too, you know? And, and that's just because they can be like, okay, let's go do it. And um, Elizabeth, girl, I, I'm from Chicago, so I know how you feel about the cold. I turned 18 and left and never looked back. I only applied to university in California and in the South. I was like, no more snow for me. All right. What, what about you, Elizabeth? You know, what do you think are some of your biggest blessings um, that have come from, you know, you choosing to become an online entrepreneur as opposed to maybe the path that you were going down? Yeah, definitely. It's also the work-life balance. Um, having to be home with my daughters, um, watch them grow, never miss any kind of milestones. You know what I mean? So that has been awesome. Um, this year, myself and my family, we've been traveling a lot, giving us that opportunity to bond and grow as a family, and just to have that kind of you know passive income lifestyle that you know I've always thought was never possible because you know just looking around. Um, the people that I was used to seeing, always stressing about, you know, um, work and not being able to balance those two aspects of their lives. Um, and just realizing that this is possible for me and, you know, it's it's just been mind blowing and I'm so grateful for that. That's awesome. Now, Anne, last couple of questions for you. Um, first of all, we're, we're right here at the end of 2021. You, you probably don't have your numbers necessarily right there, your exact numbers right there in front of you. But if you were to estimate uh, what were your, was your gross revenue um, here in 2021, how much was it? And then the second question would be, hey, um, let's say there's somebody out there that's watching this program right now and, and they are Ann Ferris from six years ago when you were, you know, stressing out over a corporate job, even though you're making uh, a lot of money, like what would be your advice to somebody who who might not be feeling completely satisfied, even though they kind of quote unquote made it out there? Um, my sales would be like 1.8 to 2 million for the year on Amazon. I also sell off Amazon and that's, uh, that's growing this year too. Um, and my biggest piece of advice, if you're thinking about doing this is, you know, 
tell yourself and really know deep down that you can, you know, make a vision board, put up your dreams and, and really understand why you're doing this. Because when you start, there will be hurdles, you know, it's not, it's, it's not super easy. But if you know why you're doing it, if you believe in the future that you've dreamed up in your head, you will overcome all of those hurdles. And, you know, just just really dream big and and anything is possible. I love it. Love it. And let's uh, go back to Elizabeth now. Same questions for you. End of 2021 about how much uh, is your gross revenue going to end up being? And then what words of advice would you give to somebody who is in your shoes, you know, maybe not sure uh, what direction to go in life and maybe just starting a family? Okay. Um, so my estimated revenue for this year is about $5 million. Anything that has to do with fear, business, opportunity, just have, it doesn't go together. You know what I mean? Risk, yes, but that fear, doubting yourself, self-doubt is something that you have to take out of the equation totally just because you can, right? And that's, that was the biggest hurdle for me. And I would have never thought five years ago that I would be out here designing products, like really <laughs> designing products, you know, having something in my mind, you know, putting it out there, people loving and buying something that was just, you know, in my head. Like to me, it's like, yeah, to me, that's like the magic of it all. Cause I, I'm always nervous putting out something. And I always tell my, my husband, I'm like, um, do you think someone would pay so-and-so for this? You'd be like, when have you ever doubted yourself? Why do you want to start now? So, um, just always put that good vibe, good energy out there. Don't doubt yourself. If you feel you get up, you know, and just keep moving and definitely this is, it's, it's worth it. I've been doing this for only three years and it's just, I, I can't even still believe that I've, you know, this year I grossed $5 million. Like <laughs> it's crazy. This is so great. Um, you know, to the both of you, uh, I thank you so much. Uh, I do think that there are a lot of people out there. Uh, who are watching this, who, who might uh, hopefully be inspired by what you're saying, because uh, you two were the situations that you were in before, even though they're completely different. I'm sure there are people out there watching this right now who right now might be in the same shoes that, that y'all were in uh, a few years ago. So hopefully they're inspired by this and, and uh, want to at least, uh, you know, look into taking action about maybe going down the paths that you guys have done and had uh, so much success. So uh, thank you again for coming on here. If we do this again in 2022, I'd love to reach out to you and, and mm -hmm. see where you guys are at then. So thanks a lot again. Bye. Thanks, Bradley. Bye. Thanks, Elizabeth. All right. Now, which one did you identify with? Did you identify with Anne? You know, maybe you're like stressed out in this crazy job that you're working 80 hours a week. And even though you're, you're making big salaries, like you're wondering is is there a better way to live than this? Or maybe you're on the um, the side of Elizabeth and you know, you're starting a family, just jumping from different job to different job and you want to just try something new um, uh, for income, right? Regardless, what do they both have in common? They took action, they jumped in and they learned the, the, the tricks of the trade and then got in this head first, all right? You know, they didn't hesitate. They just were like, hey, I'm all in and now we can see that they have definitely benefited from that kind of attitude. Uh, now, these next uh, two that we are going to interview, again, uh, have been on the podcast before. Um, and again, very inspiring stories. Uh, they're, they're grossing the most out of all of our guests that we've had on here today, but they come from completely different backgrounds. Uh, again, let's hear their story. 
But um, guys, know that that what you're about to hear now from these two gentlemen is, is not the norm. But I want to show you what exactly is possible for an average Joe or average Sally out there on uh, Amazon. So we've got Ryan here, first of all. Ryan, Ryan, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Now, Ryan, you know, has been on our podcast uh, a couple times before, but, you know, why is he an average Joe? Well, he's, uh, you know, he doesn't have a course to sell you or he doesn't have a, a big training program or software or anything. He's just a regular guy. As a matter of fact, uh, but he, he's anything but a regular guy in Amazon and you're going to find out why. Now, Ryan, what's your real quick there? What, what's your background as far as like your education and and what your first job was and then how you got into Amazon? Sure. Yeah, I went to Pepperdine, uh, graduated 2012 with a degree in international business. Um, right after graduation, I went to work for my stepdad's company. Um, he had a vacancy. His managers in Juneau, Alaska quit. So I decided, hey, that sounds like a crazy experience, but I could learn something about management. So I committed to one year and I went up there to Juneau for that one year, exactly 365 days. And I came back home. Um and during that time when I was up there, I kind of... You lasted a full year in Alaska. Alaska. It, yeah, it was... Uh, That's more than I would have lasted. A little, <laughs> a little right, crazy. Um, we had some crazy experiences, <laughs> just employee issues and like people... I had to start from scratch, hiring everyone from from scratch a couple of times. So it was it was nuts, but I can go into that another another day. But um, when I was up there, um, you know, had a lot of downtime in the night. So I kind of learned about Alibaba and buying products and importing them. And then it was actually like white label, which I ended up getting in trouble uh, the next year. So don't recommend that. And then after that, um, eventually I got through the um, three letter course. I forgot. I'm blanking on the name of it, but a lot of people, tens of thousands of people have gone through this course. um, And that's where I kind of became, started the private label journey. And uh, I guess that would be 2016 when I started really with private label. All right. Now, fast forward to, you know, we're here at the right at the end of 2021. Uh, You know, I know you have different partnerships and and everything. You have some that are your own products throughout all your different marketplaces. What's your overall gross sales going to end up being, you think, this year in 2021? I'd say 10 million. Ten million dollars, guys, from from somebody who just a few years ago was was freezing his butt off in, in Alaska, wondering <laughs> like, is this life all that life uh, wanted to give me? Sure, he had a business degree, but you know, it's, it's not like in in the Pepperdine business program they teach you about uh, about how to sell on Amazon. So it's not like he came in with this you know special knowledge, um, and he was able to scale up like like that. Now, now we've also got a uh, Eugene here. Uh, Eugene, um, his depending on when you're listening to this, his podcast episode, his very first podcast episode with us might be might be live right now. So make sure to go check out the Serious Sellers podcast to see if it's there. You can get his full uh, backstory. But Eugene, say, same same questions to you. Like, uh, what what did you uh, what did you study in in college? If you went to college, and what was like your your main jobs originally, and then how did you transition to uh, e commerce? Sure. Uh, I graduated from uh, both Penn State and Middleburg College, uh, finance and econ background. Um, uh, right after college, just kind of went into a insurance role, uh, more in the risk management underwriter side. Uh, very exciting. <laughs> and then uh, during that time... About as exciting uh, as being I in made, Alaska, I would say. That's more exciting, <laughs> for sure. Um, at that time, then uh, my cousin was also started something, just just a, just a, a small eBay business. And, and that, at that time, that's when I kind of joined up and just like helped him out a little bit. And, and we started in the basement. Uh, and, and that was no Amazon yet. That was just strictly eBay. Uh, and then the minute uh, in 2008 is when we started Amazon. Uh, in the beginning of the year, we signed up and pretty much 
uh, it took off from there. I mean, we saw the potential uh, from eBay kind of carried us uh, that, that allowed us to bootstrap and, and, and just start Amazon and it just took off from there. Okay. And then now fast forward, you know, a few years, uh, 2021, what's your estimated gross sales across all platforms going to be? Uh, projected right now, obviously there's still a whole month left ahead of us. So I have a pretty, pretty gay, big window, uh, probably 18 to 20 million in that range. Wow. So another eight figure seller here. Now, both of you uh, sell on Walmart. Uh, Ryan, what's your estimated Walmart sales? You know, I know you told us your whole pie right there, but what's the what's the piece of the pie that that's Walmart uh, this year going to be for you? Yeah, it's between six hundred and seven hundred thousand. Okay, so almost on the cusp of uh, seven figure Walmart sellers. Well, how about how about you, uh, Eugene? I know you're you're uh, pretty big on Walmart as well. Uh, Walmart should be two and a half to three million this year. Oh, so you are a seven-figure seller on Walmart. So, guys, it's not all about Amazon. You know, e-commerce is a variety of marketplaces. Amazon definitely is the beast, and that's where you're going to get most of your sales from. But but here's two individuals you saw. You know, they don't have necessarily some educational background or some work background that is like, okay, this is a prerequisite to to be an Amazon seller. But they were able to transition and 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 go to e-commerce. And and I'm assuming this is your full-time gigs, obviously at those, those numbers, right? You guys don't still have, you're not still making trips up to Alaska or you're not still freelancing as a bookkeeper for somebody or anything. Right now. Um, what, you know, again, we don't want to be like those, those ads you see out there where people have Lamborghinis and and they say, this is, you know, take my course. And this is exactly how you're going to, you know, you're going to make 20 million. You're going to make 10 million or something like that. We, We like to keep it real, but it is possible. And now Ryan, if you had to like, you know, tie your success down to one thing, or if you had one advice to give to people about why, you know, how, how come you have been so successful um, out there? What do you think has helped you along the way? I don't know if it's a mindset thing or or it's just uh, some mantra you live by or just like, hey, I, I, I use all the data. I mean, whatever, whatever it is, what has helped you, Ryan, to, to get to this level where, where maybe other people haven't? You know, I think it's just keeping with it, consistency, staying with it every single day, and also uh, joining masterminds because I've been in a number of several different masterminds. Um, most of them are paid, and that, you know, I notice a big difference between the free ones and the paid ones. And you can gain a lot of really good knowledge from the collective people in the group. So that was definitely a huge advantage. Okay. Excellent. And what, what about you, uh, Eugene? Uh, what, one or two things you think have really, you know, set, set it apart for you? Uh, I think the biggest team is, uh, biggest thing is the, having a really robust team. Uh, I mean, that, that's what kept us in business uh, since 2008 is, is uh, that team took a while to develop, but uh, we have experts in almost every different area. Uh, of course that you're giving up some profits to have a, a very robust team, but that allows you to manage uh, the stress that Amazon sellers have, um, um, it, it gets, it gets pretty intense at times, especially when like suspensions or violations and all these takedown things happen. But, uh, but yeah, really that's my, I think that's a secret recipe for us is just having a very, really awesome team that, that, that I love. And, and they, yeah, they take care of us. Okay. Now what, what, one other question I want to have for e- each of you is sometimes our parents have different ideas for us when we're growing up or, or sometimes it's hard to tell family, like, yeah, I'm about to sell on Amazon. You know, like for us, it's all like normal. Like, yeah, of course, that's a normal thing. But like, you know, we, we got to remember that, you know, people out there are like, what? You know, sell on Amazon? You know, you're supposed to be a doctor or something like that. Ryan, wh- what did your parents want you to like? Did your parents want you to do that Alaska business uh, when you grew up? And then or and, and then was it hard to tell them, hey, I'm going to do my own thing on Amazon? Yeah. Um, so that's my stepdad's business. Um, 
you know, my stepmom and my mom allowed me to really chase whatever dreams I wanted to. So they were happy that I decided to join the family company. And after Alaska, I did stay on with the family company here in Las Vegas uh, at their other location for another two and a half years. But yeah, January 1st, 2016 is when I stopped working for them and I went full time, you know, stay at home entrepreneur. And that was a little difficult, but they actually, they were on board from the beginning. Um, you know, I didn't find out until a couple of years later, like maybe 2019, that my dad actually was really upset that I quit the family business. And because, uh, you know, he's more the old school model where you go to school, get good grades so you can get a good job. So you can work that job for 30, 40 years, save up, live within your means so you can retire and, you know, enjoy life once you're retired kind of thing. So he didn't really understand the whole entrepreneur thing. But I did overcome that because I sold uh, one of my businesses in 2020. It's just a small six figure exit, but it was enough to like you know, pay off the mortgage, pay off the student loans and become completely debt free. So ever since then, my dad's been completely supportive and kind of changed his tune on on what entrepreneurialism is. Yeah. What about you, uh, you Eugene? What, what did your parents uh, want from you when you, quote unquote, grew up? And um, was it a difficult thing to say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm giving everything up and I'm going to sell on eBay or whatever you started? I grew up with uh, my parents had owned a couple of Chinese restaurants uh, growing up all through my childhood up until I think my early college days. Um, so of course there was pressure on there to, to take over the business. Um, was definitely wasn't something I wanted to do. And I guess as soon as I broke that news, yeah, of course they were disappointed, but, uh, they quickly sold. So, so at that point I had really no choice to like, okay, well I have to pursue and, and, and work the degree and find a real job. Um, but like I said, when I was in the corporate, in, in a corporate risk management job, but, uh, when that eBay opportunity came along, I was so young and, and like no kids, no family, I had nothing to lose. So it was a very easy jump and, and, and transition. All right. Awesome. So guys, again, I, I hope this uh, is inspiring to, to you out there. You know, you saw here, you know, this is tip. These are typical people, average Joes, as we like to say, you know, their parents might've had some plan for them. They might've had a plan. They went to school for something else, but they saw the opportunity that selling online had, they, they, they took it, they took the steps needed, you know, joining masterminds, taking courses to be successful on Amazon. And then they made themselves into a success. And, you know, you don't hear their, their parents complaining now that they're making 10, $20 million uh, on Amazon. So how much of their journey can you guys uh, follow? That's going to be up to you. But Ryan and Eugene, uh, I think you're inspiring a lot of people out there. It's really amazing to see what you've accomplished. And uh, if we do this again at end of next year, it'd be great to see wh where you guys ended up in 2022. Man, you guys, uh, if you guys were watching this on YouTube, you see those cool Legos that uh, Eugene had in the background there. Anyways, uh, Eugene's story, Ryan's story, very inspiring to see how far they've come to now eight figures uh, worth of sales uh, on Amazon and Walmart. And did they come from some super uh, you know, tech background with an advanced degree in entrepreneurship or online marketing? No, no, uh, they did not, as you can see. And, uh, but you know, that didn't stop them from getting into Amazon and, and teaching them, uh, how to make money on this platform. And, you know, you guys absolutely can do the same. Now we're not going to say again, Hey, you know, just follow the, their footsteps and you're going to be guaranteed to make $8 million or something, uh, or $20 million. No, no, that, that's not the way this works, but this just shows you what is possible. Um, even if you do not have some you know, big background that may necessarily prepare you for online entrepreneurship. Um, all right, we've got one other quick interview here. Um, 
I wish you guys could actually see this. So if you're watching this or if you're listening to this in your podcast, you know, when you go home in about a week, this will probably be uh, on YouTube. So make sure to watch this because uh, you'll you'll just like melt uh, of the cute factor in this next interview I have. So again, we had in the last episode some uh, someone who was a teenager who you know was became a service provider on Amazon. Well, this person is not even yet a teenager. And so, anyways, l- before I say more, go ahead and listen to this quick interview. All right, guys, so we've got a treat for you. You know, we've talked about how, you know, at any age is never too early to start, you know, getting into the Amazon world. Well, we've got the probably the the biggest um, I don't know what I I would call this, like the biggest proof of this ever. Uh, I've got here Mohammed from you're in the UK, right, Mohammed? Yeah. Uh, And how old are you? Eight. Now. This is uh, it's it's really interesting story. So, like, what grade are, are you in 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 school? Year three. Year three, so third grade. Okay, now you are doing KDP on Amazon, or or what? What's your experience with Amazon? Like KDP and Helium ten and stuff. So you use Helium ten for KDP. That's awesome. We're definitely going to find out how you use Helium ten, but like. How did you first, like, does, you know, one of your parents uh, make books on KDP or how did you even find out about uh, KDP? Yeah, uh, my mom kind of helped me with it a bit. So does your mom also make books and and things like that for KDP? Yeah. Okay. So what what kind of books have you made uh, on KDP or or have you already made books on, on KDP? Yeah. I've made quite a few and I've just been interested in the way of making books and it's been like like a good experience like having to getting to try it out. Now, I'm assuming that your friends from school in year 3, you're probably the only one doing KDP uh, on Amazon, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um have you ever do, do you make any children's books or are they just books for anybody? Yeah, books for anybody, but mostly I like to make children books and things. Mm-hmm. Okay, now how how did you start using Hel- Helium Ten? Like like how long have you been using Helium Ten? Maybe for a couple of months now. Okay, well, what's I'm your favorite like, uh, tool? Uh, the Cerebral Search. Ah, okay. So Cerebral, you, you like getting the keywords from there? Yeah. And now for your books that you and your, your parents make, do you, are these that only go on the, the Amazon UK website or does it go on Amazon US, uh, in America too? They go on a couple other websites like in different countries and stuff because they're available to different countries but in, just in different prices. Um, do you use any other tools in Helium 10 other than uh, Cerebro? Sometimes, but I like to use Cerebro because it like gives me good keywords and also it gives me extra things to use, and I can export it to Excel easily and use and uh, like sort it. Okay, wow, you even know how to use Excel. Like I, when I was seven and eight years old, um, well, actually, I don't even think Microsoft Excel existed back then. But uh, yeah, I definitely was not making books and not using spreadsheets and things like that. So, um. W- do you look for like high search volume or or what makes a good keyword for you? Like what do you really look for when you're when you're in Cerebro? I look for like like which book has the most sales or search volume. 
so that I can get like good keywords from that exact book. Okay. So do you use do you use the Chrome extension like X-Ray and things like that too? Yeah. Is there any books that are on Amazon that you, that you helped uh, your your parents make or that you made on your own that that we could search for and and maybe we can we can buy it so we can take a look at your work? Maybe I think there's one that's called My Journal of Thoughts and okay. it just has space to journal your thoughts and it's just lines and I've done like a nice like book cover. How, how do you make like a like a book cover? Do you like draw it yourself or do you use like another service uh, in order to, to get artwork I use, for like, it? I use different softwares to do it like Photoshop and Canva. So you know how to use Photoshop and Canva too? Yeah. That's incredible. So you use Helium 10, Photoshop, Canva. This is great. Now, how much time a week are you spending on it? It's just like something you do for fun sometimes or like every day you do a little bit? Just for fun a couple of times in the day. Your books, are they like for free or or do they or do they cost money to to buy? They cost money. So then, you know, I'm assuming it's your parents' account you're using. Do they do they give you some allowance or do they give you some money from the books that you do or do they keep it all for themselves? Yeah, they give me some they give me the money that I earn. Now, with the the money you've earned, what kind of things do you do you buy? I buy different like sweets and I also like to buy different stationary supplies. Do you do you ever want to do other things on Amazon? Like have you heard about like you know, you can how you can like make products and sell on Amazon, or are you just happy like making making the the books for KDP? Yeah, other uh, yeah, my my dad does like different products as well. Okay, so like maybe one day you want to learn how to do that part of it too. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you have to say? Like maybe there's uh, somebody else who who's like seven, eight, nine years old out there. Uh, is is KDP something you would suggest doing? Like like hey like hey you should you should give it a try, um, or what would you say? I would say like to just take it easy and do a couple of like I do a couple of like books a day. So I like uh I do I make one whole book and then maybe publish it the next day or so. So I would definitely give them that advice to like do one book a day and then post and then publish it the next one book a day my goodness that's a lot that's a lot of work how, how many books total do you think you you've made then 10 to 50 a lot wow 10 to 50 that is a lot that is a lot um all right well it's 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 great to meet you and i hope to meet you in in person one day i think you might be the youngest user of of helium 10 that i know and possibly the youngest you know, we can consider Amazon, uh, Amazon seller, but, but you are definitely proof that, you know, you don't have to be any certain age to get started on, uh, Amazon. So, so Mohammed, thank you so much for, for joining us. And I wish you the most of, of success in, in your Amazon journey. Thanks. All right. There you have it guys. So again, if you think you're too young to get started on Amazon here, we've got a seven, eight year old who likes using Cerebro. Uh, I wish I could use his accent, but uh, that is so cute. Um, so really it's for anybody. And, and you know, uh, I'm saying this is a joke and stuff like anybody can do it, but it, it's true, right? I mean, look at him. He is seven years old. Maybe he cannot 
create his own private label product to sell on Amazon like the rest of our guests did, that's fine. You know, like that's not what he tried to do. What did he do? He's making uh, books for for other uh, children using KDP. Regard, maybe you're 30 or 40 years old. You don't have enough money to start selling uh, on Amazon yet. There's no there's no shame in going through KDP or Merch by Amazon or other forms of selling on Amazon that do not require any initial investment. The point is what what he did at his age is he did what was available to him within his means. All right, you know he didn't go try and and do a private label pro, uh, product. You know that eight year old can't do that. You you know if you don't have too much money, don't go try and. Invest your entire savings of your whole life in trying to do a private label product. You should probably do another form of selling first. Um, we actually have just did a workshop recently on many forms uh, of selling on Amazon. Uh, you can check out that product research workshop at productresearchnow.com, and you'll be able to to see twenty eight different ways in order to find opportunity to sell on Amazon. And all of our guests today, that's how they started. They started uh, with with a, a way of finding a product to sell on Amazon or finding a way to make money like Salman did. Salman couldn't, uh, that we had in the last episode, Salman couldn't, you know, come up with the money in order to start a private level product right away. So he went a different route. But every single one of these people, they all came from different backgrounds, as we said. They analyzed their situation. What can they do? What can't they do? What are their goals? All right. What's stopping them? How can they overcome those obstacles and how can they crush their goals? And now each and every one of them has. All right. So I hope you found these last two episodes inspiring. These are all great, great stories um, of people, average Joes, just like you, just like me, average Joes, average Sally's. They did not let obstacles hold them back from reaching their financial dreams uh, by means of Amazon. So I hope you guys can you know, find yourself in one of these guests that we've been having and use them as inspiration in order to start your own career online. So I hope you guys enjoyed these episodes. If you did, make sure to go ahead and like and subscribe this if you're watching uh, on YouTube or if you're watching this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, and leave us a review if you get a chance. Uh, we absolutely love those as well. So I'll see you guys in the next episode.